Okay, welcome back to Single Saint to Try. Today, I want to give you a quick personalized message about the importance of sharing your story, your testimony, and your light. I created this episode when I started my podcast because not only was it really difficult for me myself to come to terms with being publicly single on the internet, but it really surprised me what a sore subject it was for a lot of people. So obviously you might be thinking, yeah, this is common sense, but I'm talking about almost an embarrassment reaction, like an embarrassment to admit that you're single or the highs and lows of it. So needless to say, this only convinced me even more that we need a platform to realize um, it's nothing to be ashamed of and it's even a place that we can celebrate it. Throughout my life, I've known countless people who've been amazing examples to me and lights in my life. We could all count many teachers, family members, church leaders, friends, coworkers, the list goes on. People that we know influenced our perspective on life for the better. But do you guys realize what all those people have in common that I just listed? Their marital status didn't matter in the role that they played in your life. Any of them could have been single and maybe some of your biggest role models were or are. One thing that great leaders or role models have in common is that they are empathetic and authentic. The people that have shaped us are people that we look up to, but more importantly, that we can relate to. So the whole point of this episode is not to talk about being single. I want you to reflect on any story or any part of your journey that is important to you or you feel like has shaped you. So how do we become that relatable role model? The first step is being honest with yourself so that you can be honest with others. We've all heard the saying, finding purpose in your pain. This is what I think personally developing a testimony is. Whether you're testifying of a good blessing or learning through hardships, being willing to share with others what the Lord has taught you in any area of your life is one of the best ways that we can strengthen each other, whether it's about spiritual subjects or not. One thing's for sure, we truly have to be humbled in our afflictions in order to uplift and fortify others. I have been so touched and so blessed by the people that have already shared their testimonies with me and experiences for this podcast. It's been such an amazing experience to hear what, you know, what may once have been or is still the hardest part of people's lives and see them be willing to open up and share about it in order to strengthen someone else that may be going through the same thing. So I created this podcast because I want you all to be able to experience each other's light. Maybe you won't be on a podcast or maybe your purpose doesn't even include talking, but there's so many ways in your daily life I guarantee that the Lord needs you to share your specific light. Matthew 5 starting at verse 14 says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light to all men that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So I know we hear this a lot, but how powerful is this? Yes, we are charged as a covenant people to share the love of God, but this scripture is also so rewarding because it's telling us that we need your good works. We need your experiences, your testimonies, your story, your ideas, your strength. And when you are willing to share that and let your light shine, others will be able to grow their or get to know their Heavenly Father through you and the light that you have shown them. 
So we may feel that we have nothing to offer or that we haven't come out on the other side of our trials just yet, but that's where the empathy comes in that I was talking about earlier. People still need you in your imperfection. That actually might be exactly when they need you. Because let's be honest, does anyone really want advice from a seemingly perfect person? Uh, No. They want someone who's been through it. We want someone who's been through the trenches, whose past or current experiences give validity to what they're saying. So actually, if you're imperfect or less in a less than ideal situation right now, it's the perfect time to think not only what you need to learn from this situation, but also how, how you could help use this situation to help lift someone else. Just like Jay Shetty always says, your fight is bigger than you. So we really don't have to wait to be perfect to shine our light for others. One of my favorite basic quotes is, darkness is just the absence of light. This isn't even a quote. It's like a scientific fact. Um, But if you think about it, darkness is not tangible. It's not a tangible, it doesn't actually exist. Only light exists. And darkness only happens when we have a lack of light. So if you think about it, if you feel like your life or the people around you or even the world seem to be more dark than usual, what would the solution be? More light. We shouldn't be on focusing, we shouldn't be focusing on eradicating darkness. We should be focusing on adding more light. So start small and give what you've got however you can. In a talk called Mourn with Those That Mourn, it says, as disciples of Jesus Christ, we covenant to mourn with those that mourn. Mosiah 18. There will be moments when we see clear ways to help someone. However, many times mourning with those that mourn does not mean having the right answer to a question or giving a person the perfect resource. Many times mourning with those that mourn involves just listening, waiting, seeking to understand, and supporting the person in their journey. So there's really no right or wrong way to inspire or love someone. God needs your unique story, outlook, and abilities to reach others. If we are looking and praying for opportunities to share our light with someone, I promise you God will give it to you. Now, I want to be really vulnerable and tell you guys about a really, um, well, vulnerable experience that happened to me. One of my least favorite subjects to talk about or experiences is not being single, believe it or not. Um, It's about my journey with chronic illness. And most of my life, my friends have had to listen about this because it takes up a lot of space in my life. But I've also tried to keep it a secret for the most part from anyone that doesn't need to know about it or anyone that doesn't know me. So really, that was until the last year when I was forced to be more open about it because I was invited by someone close to me to be a part of a reoccurring fireside which is like a spiritual devotional for large groups. So sometimes the groups got to be around 300 people. But that wasn't even the scary part for me. The scary part was that I was being requested to specifically share my health journey and the testimony I'd gained of Jesus Christ because of it. Obviously, that's a very dear and true subject to me, but I really had to humble myself so hard, you guys, to get up week after week with who knows who listening and tell them that I was less than perfect in the world's eyes. But do you know what it taught me? 
how amazingly and perfectly loved those people and teenagers were in God's eyes. There was not one meeting where I wasn't in tears afterwards, not because of what I said, but because of what an audience member would inevitably come up and share with me afterwards about their own health journey or loved ones. And just because I was willing to share the love that God has showed me and the strength that Jesus Christ has given me through this terrible and embarrassing experience, I would say, others were able to feel that light of the Savior in the midst of their own darkness. And all it took was just some honesty and humility. So I'm forever humbled and grateful for all of those experiences. But most of all, it taught me that you never know who's listening or watching. God needs you to reach the one. Even if you feel like your deeds or your testimony go unnoticed, I promise it's worth it to keep shining because you never know what one single person you could affect for the better. Now, this is a really extreme example, but I want you to think of Abinadi in the book of Mosiah. He's a prophet who knows that he's going to be put to death for preaching the gospel under the wicked King Noah. And ultimately, he is. He dies a really awful death with seemingly nobody listening to his testimony or his teachings, except for one person. This person's name was Alma. Ultimately, this one single listener, Alma, teaches the gospel and baptizes an entire group of people and is able to bring back the gospel to the entire land, all from the testimony of Abinadi just reaching one man. Now, I really hope you're never put in that position, obviously, and we may never know if your example or your story changes the course of history. But maybe we should live like it will. What would you tell the world or act like in public if you knew someone who needed some light or love was watching? What would you tell younger you about the experiences and lessons you know you'll face? I've had so many people in my life who have been quiet examples of faith and also empathy and love, and it seems like each stage in my life, I've been so blessed to meet at least one person who shows me the way or at least encourages me to keep going, and I'm so grateful for these pretty much, you know, literal angels in my life. Are they angels because they were perfect people? No. They were angels because they were willing to humble themselves and take time from their life to share what they could give me. Now, a little side note, a more internal perspective of owning your story is that once you come to terms with what your experiences have taught you and how you can help others through sharing, I think you'd be amazed at how healing and strengthening this is to yourself. And I know that seems a little bit selfish, but it's not because who more important for our testimony or our help or our experiences to start with than ourselves to give ourselves that strength. Going back to my experience with those speaking gigs, I realized that I had a strong enough testimony to bear it over and over again. And even from a non-spiritual perspective, I wanted to help people that had gone through the same or similar pain that I had, right? But what I didn't count on happening would be that a few months later, I would go through something so extreme that I would need that testimony. And I really think that if I hadn't have been bearing that um, for multiple months, I would have forgotten how I felt about it. And that sounds really shallow, but because I had been in the habit or even the routine of reciting this 
how I actually felt on the inside, I was able to go, you know, McKady, what are you thinking? This is how you actually get through these situations. This is how you actually feel about it. It's going to be okay. This is how you're going to get strength to get through it. And it just was amazing to me that the Lord had blessed me with the ability to walk myself through it from sharing my, from requiring me to share my testimony with other people. And I still feel spoiled by that to this day, but I'm so grateful. And it just goes to show the blessings that the Lord will give to you when you're willing to try and your hardest to give to others. We never know how it's going to come back to us tenfold. So I want to leave with you guys with a little story once again from Jay Shetty. Where would we be without him, right? Uh, he tells the story of a large clay statue Buddha that was in, char- in, in front of a certain temple. And the monks never really thought very much of it. Um, they wanted to kind of get it out of the way. It wasn't very easy to look at. But for some reason, it was just so heavy. So it took them forever. And when they finally tipped it over, they were really shocked to see on the bottom of it that it was solid gold. And that's why it was so heavy. So once they cleaned off all the dirty clay, they realized how beautiful and priceless that Buddha statue was. So sometimes I know that we can feel muddy and tarnished, but we have to remember what and who we really are on the inside. It's worth doing a little bit of work so that others can see our shine and our light and hopefully be inspired to do the same. So don't be afraid to be authentically you because the world needs your story exactly how it happened, exactly how you are and who you are. So ask yourself, where does the world need your light? And are you taking the opportunities to share it? So I just want to say truthfully, thank you all for sharing your light with me. And I guess I'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of Single Saints Who Try. Follow us on social media or listen on any podcast platform. Comment on YouTube or DM us on Instagram for any single saint stories, insights, or questions. We'd love to hear more from you as a single saint who's trying. And don't forget to join us again next week for a new episode.